Welcome to Echoes of New Eden. I am your host, Rambo. Happy one year anniversary, Eve Echoes. We celebrate the anniversary with a huge update. Let's dive right in. All right, I'm still looking for sponsors that want to sponsor the show. This would include running their own very special corp ad on the show. Contact me if you'd like to sponsor. If you haven't checked it out yet, I have a YouTube channel where I will be uploading special content on top of the podcast content. I have more plans for that channel, and uh, I'll keep you updated. Got some exciting things planned for that. So this coming week, I had an interview with Sheev. He's an up-and-coming content creator for Eve Echoes on YouTube. I got to sit down with him and have a chat. We ended up running out of time and uh, didn't get to all the topics that he wanted to cover. So we got more episodes coming in the future. We should see that episode sometime around Wednesday. No pressure, Sheev. No pressure. Last week, I talked about the GOAT coalition forming to push back No and Allies. Turned out that aged real quick, as literally the next day, the GOAT disbanded. The reasoning seems to be controversial, depending on who you talk to between SHH and Pantheon. Due to the time restraints I had this weekend, I was not able to do the roundtable or the interview I had lined up. So in this episode, I'll just go over the Eve Echoes one-year anniversary update info. I actually watched it today because when it was live, I was unable to watch it then. Also, check out Captain Benzie's video on it. He had a great summary video on it from the anniversary live stream if you haven't seen that yet. I did get a couple questions as to why I wasn't on a live stream in the words from the players bit. And I, although I am an official content creator, however, I am not a senior content creator like those that you've seen on there. So maybe next year, maybe next year. So let's talk about this live stream. So on the live stream, they mentioned some interesting facts about Eve Echoes since its launch date on August 13th, 2020. They had over 5 million registered players over 5.7 million ships lost. Disk value of ships lost past 391 trillion. Over 3.3 billion NPCs were destroyed. Over 216 million missions have been completed. Over 99 million market transactions made. Over 700 trillion in ISK value of sales and purchases. Over 740 billion M3 of ore has been mined. Over 1.7 bill, over 1.7 billion Stargate jumps. So in this live stream, they did talk about some of the content coming up in the anniversary update on August 5th. So here's some things that we are looking forward to um, when that update goes live. So one being faction war games, also called the arena, which will probably be the training playground for a lot of PVP and newcomer players. So 
sounds like they're about 15 minute battles first one to six kills wins 10 versus 10 there will be a ranking system implemented which will grant higher access levels in the lp store the lp store being loyalty point store so loyalty points will only be rewarded at faction war games loyalty point store will include nanocores faction drones mortis legion and sisters of eve debris a question was asked during the live stream why haven't we seen mortis legion and sisters of eve ships sooner and it's because mortis legion and sister of eve are not pirates and the only way to get ship debris was by doing anomaly pirate anomalies so um they they introduced this to uh to bring those factions in players can choose from 30 pre-fitted ships Ships are not customizable. This is to provide a more fair battle in-game. When you die in faction war games, you do not lose anything. You lose nothing personal. You can respawn and try a bunch of different ships. Special requirements to join the faction war games only include being tech level 5 or higher. You can only join solo, so no fleets, and I don't even think you can really play with your friends. From the sounds of it, everybody in there was chosen at random to fight each other. So skill points gained will affect the attributes and bonuses that you have in the arena. The UI will be unique to Faction War Games. It shows the score, status of the teammates, respawn timers, and you can see the positions of all your teammates and enemies on the map. And by status of teammates, I mean you should be able to, from the sounds of it, you can see your teammates' shield and armor and possibly even structure status. So you can monitor them. Or if, uh, if you need to get to them for assistance, you can get to them. So we got some new exploration content for PvE players and also some content for industry players there will be pirate data relic sites found in high sec low sec and null sec you can scan them down and you'll need a special data analyzer to hack the cargo to get the special rewards now how you get the data analyzer i have no idea some rewards include ship rig blueprints and a new item called an industry decoder Industry decoders will be used for manufacturing and reverse engineering jobs. When you use the decoders, some will help reduce material cost or reduce production time. Drawbacks may include if it has reduced material, then it'll take longer to produce. Or if the production time is reduced, it may cost more materials to complete that task. The goal of this is to make more strategy for industrial players and how to make profit from it. This is more casual for PVE players. There are no pirates at the relic sites. So everybody complained about the tutorial, myself included. Uh, I had no idea what's going on in the beginning. I, they kind of just throw you, they, they do simulate some things and you know they kind of just throw you at it. But now it's completely redone. They have a completely new tutorial. Uh, the first one they admitted had some mistakes and was too short. So this completely new tutorial will be easier. 
You can track progress, see differences in UI and in slots and ship characteristics. Special hints have been included, new dialogues and everything. You'll have the ability to skip certain steps in the tutorial, like join the corporation. You don't have to join a corporation, you just skip right past that. More missions will get you familiarized with the aspects of the game, and it won't force certain missions on you as hard. Missions will include simulations of events that can actually occur in the game. For instance, you will be a miner and you have to evade a miner hunter, or you'll have to kill a fast ship with a slow ship by use of webs and learning how to kite and use capacitors. They talked about corporations, citadels, and support structures. These new uh, structures are called ancillary structures, if I'm not mistaken. I, I believe that is pronounced ancillary. Six different types of structures divided into two groups. One is industry structures that will decrease material cost and increase reverse engineering success rate. The other is bounty reward structures. They'll provide bonus to the players who are farming anomalies. Tax Center and Bounty Management Center will both give you more ISK when killing pirates. So the Bounty Management Center will give ISK when killing pirates, and the Tax Center will give additional ISK to Corp Wallet separate from the tax, and that ISK is paid by the Concord. So nothing is taken away from the players who are actually farming the anomalies. There'll be a pirate observation array included. The array will put a mark on the anomaly so you can easily see the source of the anomaly. If the source is a base, by destroying that anomaly, you will have potential for a scout or inquisitor anomaly to spawn. If the array marks unknown on the anomaly, that means it's a system generated anomaly. And the difference between these base spawn and system generated spawns, I have, I have just no clue. I know there's people out there that have that mastered, but every time I rat, I just go with the flow. I don't, I don't actually take the time to uh, figure out if it was a base or system generated. But there are ways to to look at that now. But this is going to make that a whole lot easier. Also, the array will mark the owner of the anomaly. So when you jump in and kill a pirate your name will actually appear next to the anomaly. And they did this to help minimize the amount of feuds that happen in PvE and just base running or anomalies, pirating in general. So these new support structures are protected by the outpost. Before the outpost is destroyed, the support structures are indestructible. So you don't have to worry about them being destroyed. If the support structure was pushed into the reinforced state, the bonus cost will be reduced to 30% or 20%. So by being indestructible, that is as long as the outpost is up. Now, if the outpost is gone, then I believe they go into the, uh, the whole reinforcement stages like normal. So there will be an upgrade mechanic implemented to the corporation outpost structures and support structures. If you upgrade the outpost to level 2 or above, it becomes indestructible. The last reinforcement state will be called lost control. Instead of, um, I guess you would call it a hole timer, 
it would be lost control. And what happens when uh, the Citadel is in the state is that it actually can be taken over by the use of Entosis links. Uh, the use of these links can capture outposts. And from what I heard, you can use the same links to defend the capturing of that outpost. So um, if your enemies have more Entosis links than you do, then it's a good chance that they're going to capture your outpost. It will not go boom, but it may have a new name. To upgrade the Citadel and support structures, members can donate parts to go toward the upgrade. So they also touched on Dreadnoughts and Carriers, capital ships, coming in October. They did say four Dreadnoughts and four aircraft carriers are going to be added. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out more in the coming months, probably closer to October. There was a question about knowing what kind of skills are going to be needed for manufacturing those. And um, we were told that we'll find out sometime before that update goes live. So they are looking to add Project Discovery. Min this minigame will be introduced this year. Maybe sometime later this year. I don't know if it's going to be on this next update. And uh, what it is, is uh, you'll find proteins that go wrong in diseases. And uh, it's kind of just like a research game. I, I, I'm very new at that. I know EO had something like that similar. And uh, it's going to be very interesting. And uh, just uh, offer some more content within the game. So that should be good. And that was it. So for, as far as the announcement goes, their one-year anniversary live stream went pretty well. And uh, yeah, they, they talked for over an hour and a half on just um, updates, and they did some Q&A toward the end there and answered some players' questions. Now, the patch notes are not out just yet. Um, literally, in probably about four hours from the time I re released this episode, the patch notes will come out. So nothing new right there. So besides that, there aren't really any media or other uh, player support news updates to really talk about. So with that, we'll conclude it there. Sorry for the shorter episode this week, and hopefully next week I'll have a full episode ready to release for you. So if you like the show, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you hadn't already, and uh, I'll, I'll push some more content out on there. And if you wish, please join my Discord. That's where I do all my roundtable talks. I, I post all my episodes. I have uh, an updated guest list, and you can also post your own corp ad in there. And uh, I'll leave that link in the description. And if you want even more Eve Echoes news and a deeper dive into what's going on in the galaxy... Go check out my man Damon Zell over on YouTube on his show Echoes from the Front. That's where he goes over game announcements, patch notes, alliance drama, battles, and much more. So thanks everybody for listening. Take care, fly dangerously, and I'll see you next week.